Well, here we are, guys. Um, this is a unique Sunday uh, for us, right? This is a Sunday where we get together and we do a Thanksgiving celebration. Y'all are going to be breaking uh, uh, from work and, and all the things coming up here, uh, coming Wednesday or Thursday, right? And you're going to be spending time uh, with family for, for Thanksgiving. Um, and that's a natural part of the rhythm of your life, I'm, I'm guessing. Uh, every family has a, a rhythm of your life, you know, like the ebbs and flows, the things that you sign up for, the things you don't sign up for. And if you were to, as crazy as your life feels sometimes, right? Like you're running uh, kids to sports and to dance and to, to games and to speeches and that sort of thing. And, and you look at your kind of like, how on earth are we going to figure this out? But then if you look, no matter how crazy it is, you look back over the years of your calendar, you're like, well, that's kind of been the, the, the rhythm of our life. We fit these things in, and, uh, and, and that happens in the church too. It's not just in your individual family, but in the family life of the church, we have rhythms uh, and a pace at which we kind of run at too. Uh, and just like you are probably taking a pause a little bit this week for Thanksgiving, um, this is a rhythm of our life too as a church that we want to we to pause and we want to take a moment to say thanks to the Lord for all the blessings that he's given to us. And they are many. Even when we don't feel like it sometimes, they, they are, are many. Now, some of y'all, like you love absolutely love the fall season, right? You, you love Thanksgiving. Things have been pumpkin in your world for the last month and a half, right? You've got fall decorations and, and you've got the, the doilies that you put on. Who, who still uses doilies? Who puts out doilies? Yeah, yeah nobody's going to do that, right? Because we're not, you're not going to admit to that. Uh, I wouldn't either, honestly. Uh, but like you hang out the wreaths and you got the welcome mat that, that says happy fall, y'all, and, and, and all those things. And everything that you eat has some sort of spice of pumpkin in it, right? You're going through the drive-through and normally your coffee is black, but now it's pumpkin spice. Uh, and your Cheerios used to be honey nut, but now they're pumpkin spice Cheerios. And uh, like everything is pumpkin spice, right? You got pumpkin spice donuts, you got pumpkin spice toothpaste and, and, uh, and ice cream. And I might've made up the toothpaste, uh, but you know, it's just, y'all got the sweaty, the sweaters and the hoodies on and um, y'all love fall and you, and you love Thanksgiving. So bring on the Thanksgiving, bring on the fall. Um, but let me say this about giving thanks and, and God's blessings though. Sometimes giving thanks is tough. It's not something that comes natural or something that comes easy. Like gratitude is one of the things that can really you know, send us through the roof uh, emotionally and spiritually. But sometimes it's a lot easier uh, to, to grump, be grumpy about the things that are going on in our life than to be grateful for the things that are going on in our lives. Uh, because there are times where the circumstances in our life cause us to be a little more grumpy than a little more full of gratitude. Um, the circumstances that you're going through where you don't feel like there's any blessings in your life. And circumstances are, are just that. They're, they're circumstances, right? And because they're circumstances, we know that that means that they're circumstantial. They, they change. Things go up, things go down. Things go around and then they spin back the other direction. Um, you get a job, sometimes you lose a job. You get sick, sometimes you get better. Money comes and then money goes. Pain comes, sometimes it leaves. Kids are born, they grow up and they leave your house. All, all the things, right? There are times when what you've gone through, it doesn't feel thankful to you. It actually feels like it might be a punishment from the Lord. 
But then years later, you look back and, and you've got a different perspective on things and you begin to realize, well, well, that wasn't a punishment at all. I actually, actually needed that because God used that thing that I thought was punishment back there to grow some things into me or to shape some things into me that I didn't understand or know back then. And, and, I, and I've grown as a result of that. Has that ever happened to anybody in the room? Like perspective, right? On, on your particular situation. Like you're, you're beating up God for what's happened in your life, but now, or at some point, you look back and you said, well, huh, okay, God, uh, I didn't get it back then, but thank you because I'm now beginning to understand it and I'm now beginning to get it because our perspective change, right? We have, we have a perspective change and, and sometimes time helps with that just getting a little bit further removed from it. And sometimes, you know, maybe a little bit of 2020 hindsight vision helps with that. But actually, when, when we pick up our Bibles and we start reading through our Bibles, there are a lot of people who have had some really rough patches in their life. Um, a lot of people, a little bit more than rough patches. They've had just rough days. And some people have had just an entirely rough life from day one, from the time that they exited the womb and entered into the world. They entered into this world where it's been nothing but trauma and drama for them. But then somehow we read in the scriptures, they don't waver away from their faith. Uh, we read times where they question what's going on in their life, where they cry out in anger at times, and they cry out and say, why God, how long, God, when, God, these sorts of things. But then, but they never waver in the faith that they have for God. They just want understanding. They, they, wanna, they, they want God to shed some light on why they're going through the things that they're going through. And, and I'm always amazed at stories like this of people who don't waver from their faith. The resiliency of people who have been through things and yet they don't give up. Okay, Raise your hand, and I, and I actually do want you to raise your hand on this one. Raise your hand if you've been through some things in your life, some tough things. Look around. Don't just look forward. Look around at everybody around you. There are people who are sitting around you who have been through difficult and trying things. And the thing about that, when all of us raise our hands together, that tells me something. Like, you're still moving. You're, you're still moving forward. You're, you're here this morning. If you've been through some of those things... That you just wondered, man, if God doesn't show up on this, I don't know where I'm going to go. And you're yet still praising God in the middle of that storm, or you've gone through that storm, and you're still praising God right now. I'm going to say amen. Praise God for what you've been through, because the trials and the temptations and all the things that we go through, they're not to strike us down and to damage us. They're actually to encourage us and to give us endurance for what lies ahead. You are getting street credit for the things that you go through so that when you go through more, you're learning to trust God in small things to trust him in big things. Nothing that we go through is easy, but we're not given a pass to not give thanks to God. That's what we learn from the scriptures. Um, I, I watched my mom and dad walk through all kinds of things when I was growing up as a kid. And looking back on it, I didn't understand it then, right? Because um, I was a kid, I didn't understand what parents go through. Um, but when I look back on it now, I just wonder, like, how did y'all make it? How did you, like, man, you 1960s and 1970s parents, y'all are tough. Y'all have some grit, right? Like, we look at the generations that have come, like the 80s, and I'm an 80s kid, the 80s and the 90s and everything after that, like, I, I don't know if we're going to make it or not, you know? But we look to your faithfulness 
to you 70s and 60s and 70s moms and dads who gritted through some really difficult times and say, like, you know, you don't run from the hard stuff. You run into it, and you know that the Lord is going to go into it with you. But I looked at my parents, and I thought, how on earth did you guys do this? How did you do it? I've shared this story before, but I want to share it again with you because it's relevant because it's, you know, it's the memory that I have sitting around Thanksgiving time. And if you've heard this story before, I apologize, uh, but, but listen like you've never heard it before. Uh, when, when I was in, in second grade, um, lived in Ohio, uh, and it was around Thanksgiving time, I was sitting in a classroom uh, at school, and the principal came into the classroom, and uh, he went up to the, to the front where the, the, the teacher was, and he kind of nudged the teacher on the shoulder, and he started to whisper into uh, his, uh, her ear, and I thought, oh, I wonder what's going on right now. Uh, and then uh, after he left the room, the teacher kind of came over, and uh, she leaned down and kind of pulled me by the arm and said, hey, I need you to come with me to the principal's, principal's office. Now, as an honorary kid, um, you can imagine, like, the thoughts that would have been going through my mind. I'm just sitting there thinking, like, what on earth did I do? right? Um, but I get to the, the principal's office, and, uh, and I saw my mom sitting in the principal's office, and I go, was she getting in trouble too? I don't know. Um, but it didn't take me long to realize um, that her face was red and that she had been crying. Uh, what I didn't know was that just moments before this, she had found out that our house had burnt down, um, and like, like, like gone, everything that we had, uh, it, it was gone. And now just to be clear with you, um, we didn't have a lot to start with, right? We had this beat up old trailer, uh, in a, a little trailer park that was kind of like El Rancho down here. And that was kind of how I was growing up. And, um, so when the trailer goes, psh, you know how fast something like that goes and everything inside of it, uh, was gone. And now, uh, we had to figure out what are we going to do with this? And I watched my parents navigate through that in all kinds of different ways, and I'll spare you all the details. But when you, when you enter into something like that, that you didn't expect, especially around a holiday where you think we're supposed to be thankful about this kind of stuff, um, it, it makes it difficult to be thankful, doesn't it? And yet somehow people fight through those kinds of things, and they find ways still to be thankful for. There is a spiritual resiliency that develops in us when we're able to give thanks to God in the middle of difficult things. There is a resiliency that God develops inside of us when we rock with him all the way through and we don't run away from it. Like he's doing things in us that we can't see. Now, from the time that God called his people out of Egypt, there, there was this, there, there's been this mixture of, of turmoil and, and triumph, blessing and burden at the same time, heartache and hope, tears and thanksgiving. And, and scriptures never tried to deny or to hide the fact that there are extreme ups and downs sometimes in, in our lives. But in the middle of all those things, there's this thread and this call for us, you and I, to be people who give thanks to God in all circumstances, in every circumstance, which is not always easy. And so what I want to do um, just before we go eat some food, um, I, I want to just read a few passages. We're not going to spend time just explaining where they fit and all the context around them. We're just going to simply read some passages over us to get our minds around the idea of being thankful. Is that okay? Can we do that? Okay. First Chronicles uh, chapter 16 verse 8 says, Oh, give thanks to the Lord. Call upon his name. Make known his deeds 
among the peoples. Colossians 3, 17 says, And whatever you do in word or deed, do everything in the Lord, in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. It says everything. Give thanks in everything. Psalm 106. Praise the Lord. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he's good, for his steadfast love endures forever. Giving thanks to him, his love has not left you, okay? Psalm 34. I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. Is that always easy, guys? Always blessing the Lord? Always giving thanks? It reminds us to, to praise God all the time in every circumstance. First Thessalonians chapter 5. Rejoice always. Pray without ceasing. Giving thanks in all circumstances. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. I will expound a little bit on, on this passage. Paul, he's reminding the believers at the church in Thessalonica here that they need to give thanks to God all the time. He's trying to teach the believers how to be believers. He's trying to teach brothers and sisters in Christ how do you live out your faith. And three things that he tells them to do is that they need to rejoice always, they need to pray always, and they need to give thanks always. Pretty good reminder as we're rolling into Thanksgiving here, right? Pray always. Give thanks always, be in a joyful heart. It's good to give thanks. It, it's good to sing praise to his name. Like it, it's good, even if it comes through brokenness sometimes, even if it comes through our tears, even if it comes through moments that we would rather not be in because none of it gets wasted, not a single ounce of it. When uh, we lost our home, we lost everything, right? But we didn't lose each other. Uh, people rallied around us. People showed up, um, friends came, family came, strangers that we didn't even know came, and they loved on us in ways that were incredibly unimaginable. We saw the grace of God through the face of those people who kept showing up to donate things and to sit with us and just to, just to let us cry, <laughs> just to grieve over what was going on in our life. There were tears, but also God brought us hope, and he reminded us that we weren't in it alone, that Sometimes you, when, you know, it feels like the deck's stacked against you or the chips are low or um, you're just feeling like, man, you're down and out, you begin to think that you're the only one, that you're the only one going through that thing. And then when you have people rally around you, you realize, well, I'm not in this alone. I don't have to try to muster this up all alone. God has actually put people around me to encourage me, to help me to help me grow, to help me give praise when I don't want to give praise. Um, this actually came out yesterday in my own life. Um, I was sitting around and I was sulking like a little baby in my house. Um, for y'all who have been around for a while, you know that I've dealt with back stuff and back surgery and I just had a back surgery in January, February timeframe. And that was the second one actually that I've had with the hopes that uh, things were gonna get better. And things got better for a little bit, but over the last couple of months, it's been trending the opposite direction. In the last couple of weeks, it's been really, really bad. Um, and so the, the last two days, I, just, I mean, I drove here to church on Sunday yelling at the Lord uh, this past Sunday uh, and, and just arguing with him. Like, why God, why, why are we doing this? And why again? And all that. And I was like, I was having it out and then I was praying like, sorry, Lord. And there's just like going back and forth with him. And like, 
y'all were praying for me and had friends praying for me all around the world that had been praying for, for this to get better. And it just wasn't. And so I was angry. I was angry for myself. I was angry for the people who were praying for me, just, just, just having it out. And so yesterday I was kind of sulking about this. Uh, and, and so um, I, I sent a message uh, to my dear friend, Scott, who is, who is one of our elders. And, and here's what the message showed. It was this message right here. It said, give thanks. Uh, and then I tagged on to it. It said, it's really difficult to be writing this uh, right now and having to stand up because I'm so mu- in so much pain and to try to figure out what I'm going to say. And, and, I, and I don't know, like, if he had this dialed up, like, he'd been waiting to send this text message back to me because he got back to me, I mean, like, it's like split second, like, as soon as I, I sent this. Um, and, and he sent me these pictures. So these are pictures of, which, by the way, he stole um, off of my Instagram, um, right? But he, he, again, I don't, like, he had them dialed up. Like, he was so fast. And he sent me these pictures back as soon as I sent him this, this message. Um, and this is why you don't post things on, on social media because they always come back around. Uh, and what he did was he used moments of God's faithfulness in my life that I had already celebrated as God's faithfulness in my life. And he used them to remind me that, hey, hope's not lost, man. Like you've got things to be thankful for. So be, even though it's not easy right now, like, be thankful with the thing. Like, stop sulking, basically. Like, it was, it was a great reminder uh, for me. And so, what? I, thank you, brother, for doing that for me. Um, I'm still having a pity party for myself. Um, but I, at least I've been uh, reminded that I don't need to. So here's what I want you to do. You have a piece of paper that's sitting somewhere around you or under you. Um, I want you to grab that piece of paper and... I know that there are situations that you might be in right now that are unfavorable. There may be things that you're sitting on and it's just like, gosh, if God would just remove this, then I could say thank you. Then I could sing praise. Then my heart wouldn't be heavy anymore. Then I would be lifted up. I know there's a lot of things. And for some of you, like, you don't have to feel like things are heavy if they're not heavy. That's okay. Praise God if they're not. But I I want you to write on there maybe a thing or a list of things that you are thankful for. And then at some point this week or some point today, maybe even as you sit around the table out here with with friends and family, to share those things that you're thankful for. And it just might be the thing that would encourage somebody else or remind your heart, hey, there are things to be thankful for. This is a fantastic season. God is good. Would you pray with me? Father, thank you uh, that we get to eat together in, in just a few moments. Thank you for my friends and uh, uh, my brothers and sisters in Christ who are um, just that are there here this morning. God, they made a decision to get up out of bed and to show up here and to, to eat food together and to break bread together and to give thanks together. And so I pray that that's exactly what this time would be, that we would give thanks to you. And for everybody who's working through some really difficult things, God, I pray that you would let them see that circumstances are circumstantial. They can change. They will change. Uh, And you're in the middle of it. Like you don't let us walk through all this stuff alone. You're there. And so would you allow us to sing a song of praise? Would you allow us to have a heart full of gratitude? Uh, Would you let us go into this Thanksgiving season full and not empty, I pray. Uh, We're gonna eat in just a few minutes, God. And just even now, I wanna pray over the food. I wanna thank uh, thank you for uh, 
using our church body here to provide a fantastic meal. And we ask your blessing over it, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Love you guys.